I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, November 3rd. Here are today's headlines. House of Representatives passed a nearly $14.5 billion aid package for Israel on Thursday evening. The legislation, known as the Israel Security Supplemental Appropriations Act, passed in a 226 to 196 vote. 12 Democrats voted for it, while 194 Democrats voted against it. Meanwhile, 214 Republicans voted for it, while two voted against it. 11 members did not vote. Following the bill's passage, Alabama Republican Representative Gary Palmer said, with this piece of legislation, we are helping an ally in need, while also cutting funding from Joe Biden's weaponized IRS. These funds are better used supporting Israel than being used by IRS agents to audit middle-class Americans. The legislation now heads to the Senate, where it faces an uphill battle. While speaking on the Senate floor on Wednesday, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, said, Speaker Johnson and House Republicans released a totally unserious and woefully inadequate package that omitted aid to Ukraine, omitted humanitarian assistance to Gaza, no funding for the Indo-Pacific, and made funding for Israel conditional on hard-right, never-going-to-pass proposals. What a joke. The White House has also said that President Joe Biden would veto the legislation should it reach his desk. In related news, Israel is not in favor of Secretary of State Antony Blinken's calls for a humanitarian pause in Gaza. BBC News reported that Blinken, who is once again in Israel, said he discussed the idea of a humanitarian pause with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as well as other officials during talks in Tel Aviv. Netanyahu, however, said in a TV statement afterwards that Israel rejected a temporary ceasefire that does not include the release of our hostages and that Israel was continuing with all our force against Hamas, according to the BBC's reporting. Earlier this week, President Biden said, I think we need a pause. NBC News reports that the president was responding to a question from a protester who interrupted him during a campaign event in Minnesota. In clarifying what a pause meant, Biden said a pause means give time to get the prisoners out. Give time, according to NBC. The terrorist organization Hezbollah has applauded the October 7th attack against Israel which killed more than 1,400 Israeli citizens and labeled it as heroic. Hassan Nasrallah, the leader of the Lebanon-based terror group, said in a televised speech that some claim Hezbollah is about to join the fray. I tell you, we have been engaged in this battle since October 8th. Some would like Hezbollah to engage in an all-out war, but I can tell you what is happening now along the Israeli-Lebanese border is significant. And it is not the end. Nasrallah continued, What we have done since October 8th is unprecedented in terms of our fighting strategy. Every day we have been targeted Israeli soldiers, tanks, drones, and sensors, the eyes and ears of Israel. Fox News reports that Nasrallah claimed today that he didn't know about the October 7th attack 
and said it was a heroic, brave act. In related Israel news, the House approved a resolution Thursday evening that aims at condemning the support of Hamas, Hezbollah, and other terrorist organizations at institutions of higher education, which may lead to the creation of a hostile environment for Jewish students, faculty, and staff, according to the resolution's text. The resolution passed with 396 yeas and 23 nays. 14 lawmakers did not vote. Politico reported that during debate on the resolution on Wednesday, Utah Republican Representative Burgess Owens, who introduced the legislation, said on the House floor that hateful acts of anti-Semitism are spreading like wildfire across American college campuses. Owens added, these hate-filled college students have no shame and no fear. And imagine the accountability they would face if they were chanting murder to the blacks or murder the trans. Politico also reported that Democratic North Carolina Representative Kathy Manning, who voted in favor of the resolution, also voiced her support on Wednesday on the House floor, saying it is deeply disturbing to witness student-led demonstrations and rallies excusing and glorifying foreign terrorist organizations like Hamas and Hezbollah, groups whose driving ideology is anti-Semitic. On the Senate side, 14 Democrats have called for a short-term cessation of hostilities. That's according to a statement released by Democrat Senators Ed Markey and Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, Tim Kaine and Mark Warner of Virginia, Dick Durbin of Illinois, Jeff Merkley of Oregon, Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, Peter Welch of Vermont, Cory Booker of New Jersey, Chris Van Hollen of Maryland, Tina Smith and Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, Chris Murphy of Connecticut, and Jean Shaheen of New Hampshire. The statement reads, The failure to adequately protect non-combatant civilians risks dramatic escalation of the conflict in the region and imposes severe damage on prospects for peaceful coexistence between Israelis and Palestinians. The statement continues, Thus, we join President Biden in his call for a short-term cessation of hostilities that pose high risk to civilians, aid workers, or humanitarian aid delivery in Gaza in order to accomplish three goals. Successful delivery of needed humanitarian aid to civilians under strict and necessary oversight. Increased focus on the release of all hostages kidnapped on October 7th and opportunity for broader discussion amongst Israeli and Palestinian leadership, together with regional and global partners, about long-term strategies to reduce decades-long conflict in the region. Finally today, an investigation is underway to examine whether New York City Mayor Eric Adams received illegal foreign donations in his 2021 mayoral campaign. The FBI and federal prosecutors are investigating whether Adams' campaign specifically received campaign donations from Turkey. The investigation first became public on Thursday when the FBI raided the home of the mayor's chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. The New York Times reports that the investigation centers on a cluster of donations from employees of the KSK Construction Company. The company is based in Brooklyn, and the founders of the company are from Turkey. The Times also reported that the search warrant shows that the investigation focuses on whether the mayor's campaign kicked back benefits to the construction company officials and employees and to Turkey officials. Three iPhones and two laptop computers were seized in the raid, along with other papers and documents. 
To be clear, Mayor Adams has not been accused of any wrongdoing. But you will remember that yesterday on the show, we discussed that Mayor Adams was originally set to meet with officials at the White House yesterday in Washington, D.C., and then abruptly canceled that trip. Well, now we know why. When asked about the situation by the press on Thursday night, Adams said that he held his campaign to the highest ethical standards. According to the Times, Adams says he has not been contacted by law enforcement, but agreed to cooperate with any investigation. With that, that is going to do it for today's episode of The Daily Signal. Thanks for being with us for the news on this Friday afternoon. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. We have a fun conversation coming your way on Monday morning. Our colleague Tyler O'Neill is sitting down with lead vocalist, bassist, and songwriter and producer for the band Skillet, John Cooper. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for being with us today. We hope that you enjoy your Friday evening. Have an excellent weekend. We'll see you right back here Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.